RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News, special live show tonight, and I am joined by my good friend, Jake Lang. He's been a guest on the show before. He is a high-profile January 6th defendant, and Jake is doing great work, even from behind bars. Tonight, we're actually going to be streaming and watching a copy of his new documentary entitled Freedom Isn't Free, The First Battle of the Second American Revolution. Do me a favor, since this is an odd day show, help me out by sharing the broadcast. Make sure if you're over there on Rumble, you hit that plus sign. If you're over on the Foxhole or on Odyssey, hit the like button as well. And help us by sharing it on your favorite social media platform. If you haven't heard my conversations with Jake in the past, then you're in for a treat because he's one of the most down-to-earth and optimistic people I've ever met, and it's incredible considering his circumstances and everything that he's gone through. But he's strong in his faith. God continues to sustain him, and it doesn't matter what they throw at him. Jake gets up and keeps trucking. All right, do me a favor, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and Jake and I will be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, everyone, and please join me in welcoming our guest for this evening, Mr. Jake Lang. Jake, how are you, buddy? Jake. Hey, I'm doing great. God bless you, sir. Jack, Zach, you're... Uh, we're live and we're back today. Yes, sir. We are live. We are live. Thank you very much once again for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, as I said in the introduction, we're going to be checking out a copy of your new documentary tonight. I'm excited to share that with the audience. Um, before we get into that, Jake, you know, I wanted to do a little bit of catch up, see how you were doing. Uh, I understand that you've recently been moved yet again. Are, you're in Brooklyn now. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, sorry. You could definitely hear all the Brooklyn energy in the background of the call. Um, That's right. Being on the jail phone here and trying to navigate this new waters. This is my 12th prison. They have purposely moved me around. It's called diesel therapy. The feds do it to try to break your resolve and your willpower, keeping you unmoored and just not being able to settle in. Can't get your legal calls, can't get your mail, commissary accounts changed, phone accounts changed. So, 12 different prisons in 24 months um, is exactly what diesel therapy looks like, you know, just like a classic case of it. And it's been very difficult for my attorneys and my team to get me my discovery, um, you know, media and stuff like that, basically all the evidence that they're claiming against me, the 14,000 hours of video from January 6th that I haven't been able to even review an hour of. 
there's so many obstacles that go along with moving around so much, but God is greater than any obstacle and he will uh, create a way right through the middle of the sea, just like he did for uh, Moses and and my, my Jewish brothers. He'll do for me. Amen. Absolutely true. You know, that's that's a crazy thing to call it diesel therapy. I mean, obviously, it's anything but therapeutic. I mean, have they just been moving you every 60 days or are they keeping it at random intervals? Random intervals. Sometimes I'll get moved, uh, you know, week by week and then I'll be somewhere for two, three months and I'll get Basically, I'll get kicked out because we bring too much media attention. We do too much for the cause. We expose the evil that's happening in the criminal justice, two-tiered political bias system. And the jails can't handle it. The penitentiaries can't handle it. The prisons can't handle it. So uh, they just ship me up like like an orphan and move me to the next home. What about the people at this new prison? I mean, I know that uh, you, you've you. It seems like you've had pretty good luck with the people that you've been incarcerated with. I haven't heard any horror stories from you, but you know, there's always that that possible chance that you show up someplace and somebody doesn't like you because of who you are. Yeah. Um, well, as you know, New York is extremely liberal. Exactly. And, um, you know, the prisoners themselves have not been the worst problem for the Jan Sixers. It's more of the administration and the prison guards. Mm-hmm. Uh, the abuses come from. And so D.C. and New York, um, the prison guards here have not been uh, it's too much in my face. But, you know, they let me know when I first got here, like, hey, Trump boy, you're in, you know, you're in Brooklyn now. Uh, you know, watch your back. And I, that was pretty unsa- pretty unsettling. Sure. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, but other places, we've literally been beaten almost to death and pepper sprayed and punched in the gut for singing the national anthem and thrown into solitary confinement for literally years at a time. So, you know, every single jail is a little bit different. But the overall um, experience has been one of a, you know, persecuted political prisoner that uh, is being targeted by the U.S. government and trying to be purposely broken down and break our willpower so that we turn into a lapdog and take one of their disgusting, inhumane, tyrannical pleadials. Well, that's exactly what they're trying to do to you. What Can you tell us, Jake, what, what have they offered you in terms of a plea deal? What, what would they like you to plead guilty to, and, uh, and what would they like you to take as punishment? I mean, I have 13 charges, 11 felony allegations. Um, they want me to plead guilty to all of them and to take 108 months on the chin for being a patriot and saving the lives of two people at the Capitol that day, defending lives, um, working you know hand-in-hand hand with my fellow patriots to defend this country and defend the innocent people around us. And that's just something that God will never put on my heart to do. He, he tells us in his word that what, light, uh, what fellowship does light have with darkness? Um, what what part does what's good have with what's evil? I can't go and sign a contract with my enemies if they're evil. I can't go into agreement with them. And so that's part of the, the struggle of suffering for righteousness sake. You have to stand on godly principles and never be shaken from the rock of Christ. Because if you let just a simple situation like this, and it's not simple, but I say simple in, in comparison to eternity and what the devil really wants from us, um, shake you and move you then you'll be moved for anything. If you don't stand for something, you know the, how yeah. the story goes. You'll die for anything. Absolutely. Jake, and I got to say, this is one of the reasons why uh, I, I like you so much, because 
you know, doing this show every single day and seeing the reactions from people in the chat to the most mundane things uh, in life. You know, people are inconvenienced by high gas prices or perhaps they think that the Democrats said something that uh, that offends them. It's nothing compared to what you're going through. And it's representative of this larger battle that we're fighting to try to save the heart and soul of America. And make no mistake about it, this is a war and there will be casualties and there have been casualties. And and I, I hate to think of you as a casualty of our overarching fight to save this nation, but I feel like you've already accepted that you are in a way a martyr. You have given your own life and you're willing to stand there in the gap so that our freedoms are sacrosanct still so that they remain to be holy i mean you know comparison to the men of the bible were nothing but you know as far as american patriots go i like to consider the jan sixers uh the new founding fathers you know we Amen. showed up stood st- stood tall stood strong and those who remain faithful to the cause the glorious cause of american liberty um, deserve the praise and thanks of men. And, and that's a quote that's in my new documentary we're about to get into. Um, and that's pretty much the theme of this documentary, the comparison of this first battle of this revolution being similar to the Boston Massacre, the Boston Tea Party, where they broke the camel's, bre- uh, the, the camel's back, the last straw, and they stole an election from us. They murdered four unarmed American citizens in front of our faces, and they expected us to just turn around and walk and go home. But they forgot that our home is inside that capital. That is our house. That's the people's house. Yes. And so we stood strong to defend our country and our constitutional republic from a communist coup d'etat. That's what January 6th was. And if you look at just the optics of it, Zach, the will of the people, a million strong, showed up unarmed to to say that this is not how we want America going. We refuse. We we revoke our consent to being led by a communist Chinese puppet like Joe Biden, a pedophile, a absolute just senile man who cannot possibly lead this country. We revoked our consent. We redressed our grievances. And we stood tall. And then they beat us, killed us, expelled us from the Capitol and installed an authoritarian military takeover with 20, 30,000 National Guard members with 50, uh, 50 caliber uh, machine guns, you know, turrets on on Humvees Mm -hmm. and machine guns across their bellies. And now that if you were to just look at that without any CNN headlines, without any um, false news media narratives, you just look at the optics. That's what a military takeover of of a free and sovereign country looks like. What happened on January 20th was an abomination. Mm -hmm. And it can't be we can't just sit by idly. We have to expose it and stand against it and pray against it. Absolutely. No, I mean, there's no choice. I mean, it's either you do or you don't. You're on the right side of history or you're on the wrong side of history. And for everybody out there who is actively fighting against this every single day or helping to raise awareness. Uh, you know, I just want you to know that you're an active part of this conflict. And Jake, you know, I see a, a number of people in the chat asking how they can help. And obviously, you know, uh, every time we have you on the show, I do it so that we can raise awareness. I do it so that people don't forget 
that you and so many other men are, are rotting in prisons all over America uh, for what uh, essentially amounts to uh, trespassing at the end of the day. Are you, I'm sure you're aware that in Atlanta the other day, there was a, a bit of an Antifa insurrection. You had a, a group of armed leftist environmental terrorists that shot at Georgia state troopers, actually shot one of them in the stomach. That guy caught some lead. Uh, he effed around and found out. And, uh, and and then they started rioting all over the country. Uh, you haven't heard a damn thing about those people since the day that it happened. And the same time that there was p- police cruisers on fire behind the CNN reporters and even Fox News, police cruisers on fire. And they're gaslighting the American public, saying these mostly peaceful protests that resulted in a Georgia state trooper getting shot in the stomach. Uh, and yet then they go back to January 6th and they say, you know, the the right wing extremists and the insurrectionists from Washington, D.C. It's such a farce. It's a joke. It truly is. You cannot rewrite history. We will not let you. We are the voices crying out. We have the truth on our side. God's light shines through us. We know our place in his kingdom, and we refuse to let the enemy write history. We will continue to stand firm and strong and not let the January 6th Select Committee and Nancy Pelosi and all of her ilk tell us that that was an insurrection. That's what revolution looks like. That's what the second battle of the of the first battle of the second American revolution looks like, mm-hmm. January 6th. We got to get into this. I can't I can't wait any longer. We got to show the people what they've been waiting to see. All right. Well, we'll play it in just a moment. But let me let me first bring up the uh, the J6 legal fund on the screen because. Oh, yes. Yes. That was where we're going. Yeah. Because people want to know how people want to know how they can help. Okay, so, uh, you know, I was saying on the show the other day, Jake, most people, if they find themselves in some legal trouble, they raise money for themselves. uh, But. You are raising money for everybody else. Tell us about the J6 Legal Fund. So we're so blessed to have an amazing community surrounding the Patriots. Literally millions of Americans support us. Financially, though, we are hurting as a group. There are still hundreds of January Sixers that do not have competent attorneys. And unfortunately, a lot of them have to go through this horrible appeals process now. Because they lost their case in a wicked D.C. jury pool that was completely biased and unfair. And so they have to appeal their case to try to win back some years of their life. And so the need is so great. So we come, we came together, me and my team from J6 Truth, and who makes my documentaries, and they do my podcasts. And they're just great Christian brothers and sisters. And we made the J6 Legal Fund. Now, if you want to support the J6 Legal Fund, Please go to j6legal.org. That's J6, the num- the letter J, the number six, legal.org. And you're going to be able to donate to us. And we take 100% of those funds and we put them directly to in the pockets of good, reasonable, patriotic attorneys. No sleazeball, money-grubbing attorneys that want to fleece us. We go to the we we vetted them. We talk. I've talked to myself probably 40, 50 different attorneys, and only about four or five of them have passed the test. And we give them the funds at a reasonable negotiated rate, and everything's 100% transparent. There's literally no better way you can help the Jan Sixers out than giving to the legal fund. We're going into our trials. We need the support of real attorneys. So please, please 
go to j6legal.org. Just write it down. Um, there's a whole entire presentation of it at the end of the documentary. So if you uh, watch through the whole documentary with us, which is about 45 minutes long, you're going to see the presentation for it. And the call to action is to go to j6legal.org and support those who stood up to defend your constitutional rights. All right. Amen. Uh, And uh, you guys, we're going to go ahead and get started with the documentary now. Let me just switch views. You're not going to see Jake or I on screen during this, but uh, you will see the chat and you will see the documentary. So here we go. of today we're going to announce a first in the nation measure our health a vaccine mandate their whole purpose throughout history has been to teach a small number of people how to become adept at controlling everyone else attacked by China and they flipped this election. Joe Biden is destroying America. Empty shells left and right. Washington is being turned into a fortress. Vaccines will be available for children from 5 to 11. Welcome! You know, the mandates are one of the reasons you can't get anybody to work for you. It's going to destroy the American economy. 15,000 fully armed members of the National Guard called out to face them. Stop the steal. The Biden regime wants to shut down more pipelines. This is the 196th country on Earth. We're keeping track. It's called CHAZ. Our whole life is about choice. We live in a free country to choose our, our, what we want to do and what we choose to do. Get out of this property. Immediately get out. So don't need anybody's permission. What is a woman? Can you tell me that? Did you say free fries when you get vaccinated? Right now, you can't go out and buy an automatic weapon. You can't go out and buy a cannon. And for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe, if you want to fight against the country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. The price of liberty is well known. Just ask our founding fathers about the ultimate cost of American freedom. With tyranny on their doorstep, they answered the call to defend God's country like all real patriots do, by putting their lives on the line and rising to the occasion. 245 years later, America once again found herself battling against a takeover by an authoritarian regime, and yet again her patriots stood up to defend this great nation. January 6, 2021, was the first battle of the Second American Revolution. The primary weapon of this war was waged in prayer and peaceful protesting until the modern-day redcoat traitors unleashed a brutal assault on hundreds of thousands of unarmed American citizens, viciously killing four of our brothers and sisters and taking hostage over 950 prisoners of war, such as myself. My name is Jake Lang and I have been a hostage of the Biden regime and the corrupt Department of Justice for over 715 days. 
two years ago, the Democrat Party operatives known as the FBI kidnapped me from my home in New York and have tortured me for years in solitary confinement, withholding me from sunlight and human contact to force me into taking a 108-month plea deal. Like many January 6 patriots, I refuse to bend or break to this tyranny because my faith in Christ will not allow it. The living God has given us these convictions we fought for on January 6, and we will never succumb to coercion or compromise. There is no plea to tyranny, and when we say liberty or death, we mean it. Let us be a reminder to you, freedom isn't free. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We are here at the Obelisk. Never been more energy in Washington than today. But we're taking America back, aren't we? again let us stand for what is right morally spiritually communism will not succeed in the united states our brethren are already in the field why stand we here idle what is it that gentlemen wish what would they have is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, Almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. Bless you all. God bless Trump. Let's do this. It ain't over yet. We're a million strong. A couple million more on the way. These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this crisis, shrink from the service of their country.
but he that stands by it now deserves the love and thanks of man and woman. Thomas Paine. change the patriot is a scarce man and brave and hated and scorned when his cause succeeds the timid join him for then it costs nothing to be a patriot mark twain must raise an empire of permanent duration, supported upon the grand pillars of truth, freedom, and religion, encouraged by the smiles of justice and defended by her own patriotic sons. A quote by Nathaniel Green and agreed upon by every freedom-loving American.
ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. Martin Luther King, Jr. Don't back down, patriots! The whole fucking world is watching! As the third president to the United States of America famously said, quote, The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and 
tyrants. Close quote from Thomas Jefferson.
If ye love wealth better than liberty, the tranquility of servitude, than the animated contest of freedom, go home from us in peace. We ask not your counsels or arms. Crouch down and lick the hands which feed you, and may your chains sit lightly upon you, and may posterity forget that you were our countrymen. Samuel Adams Investigations, it's coming to the light that 
those people were actually defending you, Roseanne Boylan, and people that were underneath the police officers that were getting struck by the police officers. You mentioned that the police officers were spraying mason pepper spray directly at the pile of people. They weren't fighting back or getting crushed. What they did was they pushed more and more people on top of us. They were beating and beating and beating.
National Guard out here. I was wrong. I thought that guy was causing problems, but he's not. Oh. I think that man probably died. I hope they saved his life. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Good afternoon. I'm Stephen D'Antuono, Assistant Director in Charge of the Washington Field Office of the FBI, and I'm here to provide a quick update on the FBI's activities since the violence and destruction at the Capitol last week. To be clear, the brutality the American people watched with shock and disbelief on the 6th will not be tolerated by the FBI. I want to stress that the FBI has a long memory and a broad reach. Even if you've left D.C., Agents from our local field offices will be knocking on your door if we find out that you are part of the criminal activity at the Capitol. Treatment facility. This call is not private. 
it will be recorded and maybe monitored. So 615 days have passed since January 6th of 2021, but there are still political prisoners, POWs, Americans, on U.S. soil, sitting behind bars, prisoners who still haven't even been brought to trial and who still won't be released, even though they pose zero threat to anybody. And that's the point, of course. They're being trapped in limbo to torment and humiliate them and to send a message to everybody else. Don't F around with this regime. Or we can make you vanish into the bowels of the system for as long as we want. Uh, we've been in here, I've been in here almost a year now, and, and uh, every day feels like an eternity sometimes. It would be nice to actually see due process rights uh, mean something. Uh, here in the in the, for for us these days, uh, it's just very odd how the COVID seems to suspend all of our due process rights, and the judges don't want to pay attention. Our lawyers, our court appointed lawyers, definitely don't want to help us, and um, it's it's like a bad nightmare to be honest. Mom, how do you feel? You're here, I'm scared to death. I'm I'm frightened. But I know God's with me. I just got to take it five minutes at a time, one day at a time. Mom, what do you have to say to the American people as your last words before you go in? Just keep your faith that no matter what's going on in your life, God's with us no matter what's happening to us. It's going to be okay in our lives. We just lean on God and trust. Do what's right. Do what's right and, and help make this country better again and support all those that are uh, right now, locked up in the January 6th, people that are not getting any trials. God bless you all. All right, guys, it's around 10 p.m. here, Saturday night at uh, Hagerstown Racetrack, and I'm with... Coy Griffin, Cowboys for Trump. America's rising up and showing our greatest colors. Um, I, I, this is my first trip back since January 6th. The last time I was here, I was charged on a misdemeanor charge. I did not go into the Capitol. I did not push through any barricades, but I was charged with a misdemeanor. I was thrown into solitary confinement for three weeks on January 17th to February 5th. Jake Lang is one of those political prisoners. He's 26 years old from New York, but rotting right now in the D.C. Gulag for attending the January 6th rally. When prosecutors tried to pressure Lang into a plea bargain, even that would have put him in jail for nine years. He's endured weeks in lockdown and solitary confinement since he refuses to get the vaccine. They force him into two weeks of quarantine anytime he wants to have a confidential meeting with his attorneys, which is his constitutional right. You want to stick me in jail for a decade for standing up for America and our constitutional rights on January 6th. That's what they want to do to all Americans. Stick you in jail, destroy your lives, and throw away anything you have that resembles liberty. Today I sit down with Nal Om, a survivor of the Cambodian genocide. At a time when anyone with a high school education was targeted for extermination, he was deputy director of the National Hospital in Phnom Penh and became one of the few medical doctors to survive the Khmer Rouge. He escaped and walked for 22 days through the jungle, sustained by a single thought, to tell the world what he had witnessed. 
they infiltrate, infiltrate, divide, and they come to destroy you from the inside, from the cell of the nation. That means the family first. You were called to the White House to talk about the coronavirus and the response, and you went. And then people on the political left tried to cancel you. They want to cancel God. They want to cancel our speech. They want to cancel our culture, our history, our liberty. They want to control us, the few controlling the many, like a bunch of sheep. At 13 years old, I had to be provided with a home. I had to be provided with food and an education. That's Americanism. That's the America that these people are trying to destroy today by using funny terms like socialism. They're not. The communist. Never forget about my dad only had a sixth grade education, but I think he was the greatest philosopher I ever met. He used to tell us how lucky he was because he was able to come from Spain to Cuba. And then he came from Cuba to the United States. And he saw me graduate from college, and that was the biggest prize he ever had. And he said, don't lose this place because you're not going to be as lucky as me. Because if you lose this place, you have no place to go. Explain that to our young people who are demonstrating out there. Don't be useful idiots. Americans are so blessed that they this generation has not experienced hardship, true hardship. But as we go now, this is going to become Venezuela on steroids. We know how the story ends if nothing is done. Venezuela, when I lived there, was in the top 10 economies of the world. Not an easy place to be. Top 10 of the world. And in one generation, People in this country have to send toilet paper and diapers and essentials to Venezuela. That's how bad it is. And I, are you, I are you, you're concerned that this country might be headed toward that, aren't you? Very concerned. It has all the trimmings to become that. I mean, look at it. Our media censor that happened in Venezuela, high inflation, high cost that happened in Venezuela trying to destroy the family that happened in Venezuela. I could go on and on. And this country needs to be taken down because there is a global agenda going on. You read that correctly. A founding father's statue removed from New York City Hall after nearly 200 years. are not bystanders in this ongoing attack on democracy. There are far more Americans, far more Americans, from every, from every background of belief, to reject the extreme MAG ideology than those that accept it. And folks, it's within our power, it's in our hands, yours and mine, to stop the assault on American democracy. I believe America is at an inflection point. One of those moments that determine the shape of everything that's to come after. And now, America must choose to move forward or to move backwards. 
To build a future or obsess about the past. To be a nation of hope and unity and optimism. Or a nation of fear, division, and of darkness. MAGA Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. So then, the question becomes, what is the solution to our current state of affairs? Quite simply, it's fearless patriotism. It's the zeal for God-given rights that our founding fathers had. They stopped at nothing until they were free. You have to decide what kind of country you want the United States of America to be. And you have to commit to that idea, commit to being relentless in the pursuit of it. That commitment requires action every day in pursuit of freedom. Show up at your school boards, redress your government, legally in protest. You never comply with anything that is unconstitutional or diminishes your God-given rights. Finally, you have to unite with like-minded patriots. Never give in. Never give up. Never back down. Always be free. My grandparents are black. All eight of my great-grandparents, all 16 of my great-greats. On my mother's side, my ancestors were enslaved in Alabama. On my father's side, we were enslaved in Texas. I am not oppressed. I'm not oppressed, and I'm not a victim. I go wherever I want, whenever I want. I am treated with kindness, dignity, and respect, literally from coast to coast. We are not victims of America. We are not victims of some unseen 190-year-old force that kind of floats around in the ether. Putting critical race theory into our classrooms is taking our nation in the wrong direction. Racism in America would by and large be dead today if it were not for certain people and institutions keeping it on life support. And sadly, sadly, very sadly, one of those institutions is the American education system. Hello everyone, I'm Bobby, I'm a sophomore here at uh, Intercom. I go to school here, I am under all of your instruction. I was called last year when I started freshman year under the lockdown, politically illiterate and all of my beliefs politically illiterate under guidance. A teacher I didn't even have, I didn't even know the guy. I was called politically illiterate for comparing his system and this entire system of the lockdown and all of that to socialism. I had a teacher before all of this, eighth grade, right before the lockdown happened, Mr. Fernandez. He escaped communist Cuba, moved to Russia, then that went communist, and we, we went to the Soviet state. Socialism takes your health care first. They own your body. Second, they take your education. They own your mind. This needs change. This needs change now. You will find that we are here because of Cuomo and de Blasio trying to crush the little man who dare to speak up. Many people's families continue to be hurt by the tyranny, and my prayers are with you with them all. Ending the mandates, 
Um, and, and let's get back to normal. It's time. It's time that we go back to work. It's time that we go back to our normal lives. People gathered in Virginia for a pro-gun rally Monday. Demonstrators flooded the streets by the Capitol building. Many carried weapons and wore camouflage gear. But despite worries about the possibility of violent confrontations, rather, the event was peaceful. Organizers say they were protesting new gun control legislation making its way through the state Senate. 22,000 gun rights supporters came out today, many armed to the teeth, some dressed in fatigues. Others had handguns on their hips. I carry it with me every day. And rifles draped across their chests. You see people that want to stand up and keep their guns because it's our right to do that, defend ourselves in a time of danger. So more individuals have started to show up, more armed individuals. I'm just going to show you here our great photog, Mark Ringo, is going to show you the crowd. This is still the land of the free and home of the brave. History will reflect kindly on the valor of the January 6th Patriots. The sacrifice of Art Fall and J6 heroes, Ashley Babbitt, Roseanne Boylan, Kevin Greeson, and Benjamin Phillips, is etched into the halls of liberty, and their memory will forever be a blessing. Let my voice crying out from a jail cell push you into faithful, God-honoring action. We must assemble and push back against the strongholds of darkness in this spiritual warfare for the soul of our nation. Those of us who count ourselves among the followers of Christ are being called to come out from this wicked system of oppression and separate completely from the evil of this world. There is a time in every man's life where he must make a great decision that will influence not just his future, but the lives of generations to come. That time is now. The time where the light shines out from the darkness. The time to declare independence from the tyrants who have yet again come against us. The full details of this plan have been laid out in my new autobiography on January 6th called Patriot Prisoner, a groundbreaking work and manifesto on liberty written from my prison cell. Order now at PatriotPrisoner.com. Thank you for the love. I return it to you in Christ Jesus. May God bless America. As you all well know, Patriots assembled on January 6th at the United States Capitol to peacefully protest a stolen election. Approximately a million liberty-loving Americans stood in unity and exercised their constitutional right to redress their grievances. Historically, the protest took a violent turn when Capitol Police officers started inciting and brutalizing an unarmed crowd, even killing four defenseless American citizens on the steps of our own Capitol. Now, over 900 January Sixers and their families have been persecuted by the Biden regime and the FBI violently arrested and abused and tortured in prison. Some spending over 20 months locked away in gulag-like conditions, political prisons inside our very own United States. They're being held without bond, visitations, haircuts, religious services, access to evidence and attorneys, and in many cases, complete solitary confinement. 
This atrocity highlights the two-tier justice system that villainizes conservative patriots and rewards career criminals. That's why we started the J6 Legal Fund to help retain competent, conservative attorneys for our newest national heroes. J6 Legal Fund was created by J6 political prisoner Jake Lang to ensure full transparency in directing 100% funds to legal costs. Not a single penny is wasted. In the next upcoming months, hundreds of J6 patriots will be standing trial against the full force of the corrupt Department of Justice and biased DC jury pools. The need for strong legal representation is greater now more than ever. That's where you come in. The J6 families are truly grateful for your generous support. Let's bring our men home. Please donate today, whatever God puts on your heart. Go to j6legal.org to make your donation. Thank you, and God bless America. All right, Jake is no longer with us, you guys, because his phone call, I think, it timed out, and so he had to actually just jump off. So unfortunately, uh, he's not going to be here with us to go over the last part, but uh, I did also want to show you guys this bit of video right here, Um, new footage of the body of Roseanne Boylan being pulled from the heap of bodies right there in front of the tunnel. Uh, I have had uh, Philip on the show before. You saw him. He was the other gentleman that was nearly crushed to death that Jake saved his life. Uh, Roseanne was beaten into submission. She was crushed by a throng of bodies that the police pushed on top of her. Uh, Her death was absolutely unnecessary. She was treated like... uh, an inanimate object, a sack of potatoes, essentially. And it's going to be difficult for people to watch. You can see here there's blood coming out of her face, uh, but I think it's important. I think it's important that we face it.
You know, anytime you hear somebody on the left say something about people dying on January 6th, you know, they're absolutely clueless to understand that the only people who died were Trump supporters. There were no cops that lost their lives on January 6th. There were no members of Congress that lost their lives on January 6th. It was innocent people who just happened to be in the way, all right, and It's a tragedy. It's absolutely unnecessary. It didn't have to happen. And it sucks. It really, really sucks. You know, I mean, just thinking back to January 6th, this was a great day. It was like the best day until the moment that it wasn't. All of a sudden, I just saw it go bad. It just flipped on a dime and it was horrible to watch i knew exactly what was going on i knew exactly what they were planning to do and there was no way to stop it it had a mind of its own at that point it was this freight train barreling forward you know the cops started shooting they started throwing flashbangs they started popping off tear gas they were shooting pepper bullets And that was it. And everyone was just like, what are you doing? Why are you coming after us? There was no violence. There was no one beating cops. There was no assaults taking place. It began with the Capitol Police causing violence and enraging the crowd. And there were people, there were Antifa in the crowd that were egging people on, telling them to do things. There were, of course, people from different nations, Ukraine. There were probably foreign actors from a number of different countries that were there that were trying to make the situation pop off in the way that it did. Um, Rusty Koala had said something over here on Rumble. Um, Said, "I'm, I'm so effing sick of this crap. Why do we have to live with so much pain? I get it. Absolutely. You know, I mean, this is this is a lot. We're going through it. America as a nation is going through it. But when I look at what we face and what we're being forced to endure, you know, I I have to recognize that the only reason we're going through this is because we didn't do enough to stop it before it got this bad. We the people had the power to stand up a long time ago, and there were enough people who were simply happy and complacent and willing to just see how things panned out. Most people didn't think it could get this bad, and because we didn't stand up soon enough, 
It had to get to the point where we made a decision that something had to happen, that we needed to do this. We have to fight for our nation. We have to stand in the face of tyranny and we have to make our voices heard and we have to be part of the process. We have to be the people that we despise. (laughs) Most people don't want to be politicians. Most people don't want to get into government. You know, if you're doing it right, it's a thankless position. You don't get rich. You don't end up like Nancy Pelosi. You don't end up like Dianne Feinstein. But those are the people we need. We need people that are willing to do this, to sacrifice for the better future of America. That's exactly what we need. And we need people like you guys out there in the audience to be willing to take that on, to be willing to make that sacrifice. You know, I mean, there are plenty of churches, you know, and and religions that after you get out of high school, maybe after you get out of college, you go to a mission trip, you give a year. Okay, you go give a year, you go to Haiti, you go to some other third world nation, you serve God, you serve the people, you try to make it a better place and you come home. You know, we need something like that here in America. We need a a program that essentially conscripts people to do good works here in America. And I don't mean to say people to be forced into it, but, you know, if there was just some program that would allow people to have some direction to do something to serve the nation and not to serve the best interests of special interests or Congress and uh, business and banking. If we had something like that, then maybe we would be a little bit further along. You know, after when I was in college, I was in AmeriCorps and that's kind of, you know, what, uh, what what I thought it was going to be, I, I I thought that it was going to be this this program that would uh, not only help pay off my loans but allow me to serve in some fashion. And what it gave me was a crash course in the true nature of nonprofit organizations. Not all nonprofits are bad, um, but a good number of them are just money pits. It's all about funding and it's all about uh, getting as much money as possible. You know, the thing about Jake's J6 legal fund, 100% of that money goes towards the defendants. Your average 501c3, 50% or more is just paying the salaries of people that work there. And I understand, you know, I mean, if you're going to have an organization, it's going to be staffed with people. It has to be, uh, uh, people have to be paid. They have to be compensated. Otherwise, they can't live. But people take advantage of that. Oftentimes, people will... uh, they will find a way to capitalize on people's goodwill. And, uh, you know, this goes back to the idea of us being happy and fat and complacent. You know, we can't trust other people. You can't trust your future with somebody else. You know, hopefully you got some road dogs. Hopefully you got some patriots that you're tight with and you know you can trust them with your life. But when it comes to these bigger existential questions, about where America's going and what we're going to do to fix it. You know, you got to you got to put the faith in God that you're going to do it. And uh and that's really the only way I think that we're going to survive this. Let me take a look here on uh, the Foxhole and see what people had to say. Pequest, thank you very much for that cookie. Uh Oki 7 says, "How is this happening in our country?" I think I just answered that. Zeta Anon 
Uh, you don't have to read this, but I just finished taking it back. You three are awesome. Thank you very much. If you guys aren't aware, Thursdays at 4 p.m. on 412 and on productions and Badlands Media, I do a show with Adel Nero, also known as 412 Anon, and then quite frankly, whose real name is Frankie Val. Uh, we do a show from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m., taking it back every Thursday. Uh, next week, we got the week off because uh, 412's got some stuff going on. He's going to a, a wedding, I believe. Uh, Miss Gurley 117 says, stay strong. Zeta Anon says, love you, brother. Space Coast Patriot says, I'm not crying, you're crying. Yeah, I mean, that was that was a powerful documentary. Uh, it was well done. It was well produced. You know, my hat off to to Jake for being able to Put that together, organize it from behind bars because he, he you know, and, and just remember, if you think we got a tough out here, just remember those guys. Just remember those guys living in, in the filthy, inhuman conditions that they are. Cockroaches coming out of their faucets, drinking out of the toilets. Um, there's uh, it could be way worse. It could be way, way worse than it is for most of us. Um, Matt, 1776, he says, freedom is never free. It's hard work. Amen. This is uh, this is going to be a job that continues on long after we're here. And I, I think I hope that if we've learned anything, we've learned that uh, that the, the, that cultivating freedom here in America, cultivating our liberty has got to be an ongoing job. It's got to be something that we're doing. Every single one of us that we are actively working on all the time. And we got to pass that down to our children. The next generation is in a bad spot. Um, you know, Debbie Ferris, who was featured in there, she's been on the show before and she's from Venezuela and she escaped communism. She saw what happened. You know, she came here. She thought she was this is the only place you could go. Really? She thought America was was set. She was it. You know, she came here, raised a family and grew up. And now she's witnessing what happened in Venezuela essentially happen right here. Spike Protein says it would be great to have a Patriot service organization that isn't corrupt. Yeah, that's the problem. You know, I mean, power corrupts people. We we need people who are 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 talented enough to put something like that together. You know, I got to be honest, that's like right in my educational wheelhouse. But I <clears throat> I just I'm, I'm doing this. This is this is where my time is at right now. Um, Sean Joe, thank you very much for that cookie. Oki7, thank you for the can. Dpatriot1776, thank you for sharing this documentary. Much love to you and Lisa. Thank you very much. Zeta Anand says, I love you, RP. Incredibly moving show. Thank you, thank you. Uh, LW, LK, LKW Cross says, remind people that CanCon is supposed to have Ashley Babbitt's mother on tonight on his show Sit Rep at around 9.15 p.m. You took the words right out of my mouth. I was... I was just going to end the show and tell people to make sure sure they go watch Sit Rep uh, and an interview with Ashley Babbitt's mom. Uh, I have never interviewed Ashley Babbitt's mom, but she's somebody that I've wanted to have on the show, and uh, I, I hope that I can have her on in the show in the future. But definitely, CanCon is a great guy. Uh, Brian, he's a good good friend, and uh, Sit Rep is a great show. You, you really need to make sure that you tune into that after you're done here. Go go to the bathroom, get something to eat, and then tune in to Badlands so that you can see uh, Ashley Babbitt's mom. If you thought you cried during the first one, you're going to cry during that one. Uh, then Philly 3-6 Garden, thank you very much for the can. And Sean Joe dropped a cookie. I appreciated it. 
All right. And then uh, somebody had suggested uh, uh, something about uh, why weren't some of these videos made public? Um, You know, I'm certain there's a lot of people who took cell phone footage on January 6th and they they never published it because they were afraid that the FBI was going to come knocking at their door, uh, that, uh, you know, maybe people on Facebook were going to call those effing billboards and uh, have them arrested. You know, I mean, we had kids calling the the feds on their parents, um, you know, when they did nothing, you know, like Cooey Griffin said, he didn't go in the Capitol. He didn't push through any barricades. uh, And yet they charged him with a misdemeanor. You know, they went after Cooey because he had a high profile, you know, and uh, I've had a target on my back this whole time. You know, I'm very lucky that they haven't come after me. Um, And that could change at any moment. So God forbid, um, you know, from from what I understand, they're not going to, but uh, they could make they could change their mind at any moment. Um, so, yeah, uh, some of that cell phone footage, I wanted to ask Jake about that. It could have been new footage. Some of it could have just been been um, not very widely circulated. Some of it could have come out in discovery in some of the trials that have come so far. Um, LKW Cross says, thank you for all your all you do, Zach. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen Capital Punishment, uh, you need to see Capital Punishment, too. It's a great documentary, uh, and uh, Nick Searcy and Chris Burgard have been guests on the show a number of times. I might be working with Chris here in the future on a project, so uh, keep your ears and your eyes open, and perhaps uh, you'll hear about that soon. Uh, Algorithm Q says, my wife is from Argentina, and she's opened my eyes to a lot of things that I never knew how blessed we were. Yeah, you, you guys, you got to remember, as bad as things are, This is still the best nation on earth. You know, as much as we're suffering, there are so many people, so many nations that have it orders of magnitude worse than we do. Uh, It's scary to think. It's scary to recognize that things could get so much worse when we're already looking at it, thinking that this is as bad as it's ever been. This is just the beginning. Uh, And that's why I stress so heavily in every single show that you've got to be helping. You've got to be working. You got to be doing what you can in your community. And that's different different for everybody. All right. And but if you're doing that, you know you are. All right. And I don't need to tell you. Uh I'm just a patriot says thank you, Zach. Rusty Koala says, here's five dollars simply for making you cry. And yeah, I did too. Good. You know, I think that uh if you're not moved by this, then I, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You know, I mean, I I was on the day of, on the day of, you know, I mean, being surrounded by all of those people and realizing how much power we truly held collectively, knowing that if we really wanted to put our mind to it, if we could just organize, if we could just get together on one issue, then we could probably change the world. And they fucking stepped on us. They told us on no uncertain terms that that was not going to be allowed, that we were not allowed to tell them what we wanted. We were not allowed to dictate the terms. We could. Truthfully, we could. There were millions of people there in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. 99% of them totally peaceful. Bunch of moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas, just people who love their country and who were just upset about what was happening. And then they flipped it. They just flipped the script and they they turned us into terrorists. Not all of us, but enough of us. And they used it against us. All right, you guys, 
I love you very, very much. Uh, thank you for being here tonight. Um, let me go ahead and pass out the gold pills over on Foxhole. Make sure that you tune in to SitRep over on Badlands Media. And uh, if you go in there, make sure you tell CanCon that I sent you. Uh, there we go. Releasing the scratching and it's gone. All right. Tomorrow is Friday. I'll be back tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern uh, with Dave, Dave Jose. Dave Jose is going to be my guest. And uh, I love you, honey. I'm almost done. So I'll talk to you soon. Uh, and then on Saturday, Narco Longo is going to be back. We're talking about old world Florida and uh, hidden history. So until that time, you guys, good luck. God bless. Please hit the like button on your way out. Please share the show. If you haven't, I want to make sure as many people as possible get a chance to see that documentary. We'll see you soon.